Seven. Alright, hello, this is um second episode of today. We have just have one more after that. So and what are you doing? <laughs> so anyway, let's get straight into it. If you remember last time, <laughs> Annie and Jack just found a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So chapter seven. Ready, set, go. Run, Annie, run! cried Jack. To the treehouse. They dashed down the hill together, through the tall grass, through the ferns, past the petrodon, and right up the rope ladder. They scrambled up. Seconds later, they tumbled into the treehouse. Annie leaped to the window. He's going away, she said, panting. Jack pushed his glasses into place. He looked through the window with her. The Tyrannosaurus Rex. The Tyrannosaurus was wandering off. But then the monster stopped and turned around. Duck, said Jack. The two of them hunched down. After a long moment, they raised their heads. They, out, they peeked out again. Coast clear, said Jack. Yay, whispered Annie. We have to get out of here, said Jack. You made a wish before, said Annie. I wish we could go back to Fog Creek, said Jack. Nothing happened. I wish... Wait, you were looking at the picture of the dinosaur book. Remember? The dinosaur book. Jack grunted. Oh no. I left the book on the. and my pack on the hill. I have to go back. Oh, forget it, said Annie. I can't. That book doesn't belong to us. Plus, my notebook's in the pack for my notes. Holly, said Annie. Jack hurried down the rope ladder. He leaped to the ground. He raced past the petrodon, through the fans, through the tall grass, and up the hill. He looked down. There was his pack lying on the ground. On top of it was the dinosaur book. But now the valley was filled with antosauruses, all standing guard around their nest. Where had they been? Did fear of the Tyrannosaurus send them home? Jack took a deep breath. Ready, set, go! He charged down the hill. He leaped to his backpack. He scooped it up. He grabbed the dinosaur book. A terrible tuba sound. Another, another. All the anti, all the anatosauruses were bellowing at him. Jack took off. He raced up the hilltop and started down the hill. He stopped. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was back, and he was standing between Jack and the treehouse. Chapter Eight: A Giant Shadow. Jack jumped behind the mango, the mango tree. His heart was beating so fast he could hardly think. He peeked out at the giant monster. The horrible-looking creature was opening and closing his huge jaws. His teeth were as big as steak knives. Don't panic. Think. Jack peeled back down, down the belly. Good. The duck-billed dinosaurs were st- sticking close to the nest. Jack looked back at the Tyrannosaurus. Good. The monster still didn't know. Still didn't seem to know he was there. Don't panic. Think. Think. Maybe there's information in the book. Jack opened the dinosaur book. He found Tyrannosaurus Rex. He read, Tyrannosaurus Rex was the largest meat-eating land animal of all time. If it were alive today, it would eat a human in one bite. Great, the book was no help at all. Okay, 
He couldn't hide on the other side of the hill. The Anton, the Anatos horses might stampede. Okay, he couldn't run to the treehouse. The tri- the Tyrannosaurus might run faster. Okay, maybe he should just wait. Wait for the monster to leave. Jack peeked around the tree. The Tyrannosaurus had wandered closer to the hill. Something caught Jack's eye. Annie was coming down the down the rope ladder. Was she nuts? What was she doing? Jack watched Annie hop off the ladder. She went straight to the petrodon. She was talking to him. She was flapping her arms. She pointed at Jack, at the sky, at the treehouse. She was nuts. Go, go back up the tree, Jack whispered. Go. Suddenly, Jack heard, heard a roar. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was looking in his direction. Jack hit the ground. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was coming toward the hill. Jack felt the ground shaking. Should he run? Should he crawl back into Dinosaur Valley? Climb the Mongolia tree? Just then a great shadow covered Jack. He looked up. Petrodon was gliding overhead. The giant creature sailed down toward the top of the hill. He was coming straight for Jack. Petrodon coasted down to the ground. He stared at Jack with his bright, alert eyes. What was Jack supposed to do? Climb on? But I'm too heavy, thought Jack. Don't think, just do it. Jack looked at the Tyrannosaurus. He was starting up the hill. His giant teeth were flashing in the sunlight. Okay, don't think, just do it. Jack put his back in his back. Then he eased down into the Petrodon's back. He held on tightly. The creature moved forward. He spread out his wings and lifted off the ground. They teetered this way, then that. Jack nearly fell off. The Petrodon steadied himself then rose into the sky. Jack looked down. The Tyrannosaurus was was tromping the air and staring up at him. The Petrodon glided away. He sailed over the hilltop. He circled over the valley, over all the nests filled with babies, over all the giant duck-billed dinosaurs. Then the Petrodon soared out of the plane, over the Triceratops, who was grazing in the high grass. It was amazing! It was a miracle! Jack felt like a bird, as light as a feather. The wind was rushing around through the, through his hair. The air smelled sweet and fresh. He whooped. He laughed. Jack couldn't believe it. He was riding on the back of an ancient flying reptile. Petrodon sailed over the stream, over the ferns and bushes. Then he carried Jack down to the base of the oak tree. When they came to a stop, Jack slid off the creature's back and landed on the ground. Then the Petrodon took off again and glided into the sky. Bye, Henry, whispered Jack. Are you okay? Jack shouted from the treehouse. Jack pushed his glasses into place. He kept staring up at the Petrodon. Jack, are you okay? Annie called. Jack looked up at Annie. He smiled. Thanks for saving my life. That was really fun. Climb up, said Annie. Jack tried to stand. His legs were wobbly. He felt a bit dizzy. 
Holy, shouted Annie. He's coming. Jack looked around. The Tyrannosaurus was heading straight toward him. Jack bolted to the ladder. He grabbed the sides and started up. Holy, holy, screamed Annie. Jack scrambled into the trick house. He's coming toward the tree. Annie cried. Suddenly, something slammed against the oak tree. The tree house shook like a leaf. Annie and Jack and Annie tumbled into the books. Make a wish, cried Annie. We need the book, the one with the picture of Pearl Creek. Where is it? He pushed some books aside. He had to find that book about Pennsylvania. There it was. He grabbed it and tore through it, looking for the photograph of the Fog Creek. He he found it. Jack pointed at the picture. I wish we could go home, he shouted. The wind began to moan, slowly at first. Hurry, Jack yelled. The wind picked up. It was whistling now. The treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Jack closed his, ha- his eyes. He held on tightly to Annie. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Chapter 10 Home Before Dark A bird began to sing. Jack opened his eyes. He was still pointing to the picture of the Fog Creek Woods. He peeked out the treehouse window. Outside, he saw the exact same view. We're home, whispered Annie. The woods were lit with a golden late afternoon light. The sun was about to set. No time had passed since they'd left. Jack! Annie! A voice called from the distance. That's mom, said pointing. Jack saw the mother far away. She was standing in front of the house. She looked very tiny. Annie! Jack! Annie stuck her head out of the window and shouted, Coming! Jack still felt dazed. He just stared at Annie. What happened to us? He said. We took a trip in a magic treehouse, said Annie simply. But it's the same time as when we left, said Jack. Annie shrugged. And how did it take us so far away? Said Jack. And so long ago. You just looked at the bed and said you wish we could go there. And the magic treehouse took us there. But how? Said Jack. And who built this magic treehouse? Who put all these books in here? A magic person, I guess, said Annie. A magic person. Oh, look, said Jack. I almost forgot about this. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a gold medallion. Someone lost it back there, in Dinosaur Land. Look, there's a little M on it. Annie's eyes got round. You think M stands for Magic Paulson? She said, I don't know, said Jack. I just know, I just know someone went to that place before us. Jack, Annie, came the distant cry again. Annie poked her head out the window. Coming, she shouted. Jack put the gold medallion back in his pocket. He pulled the dinosaur book out of his pack and put it back with all the other books. Then... He said, 
Then he put it back with all the other books. Then he and Annie took one last look around, around the tree house. Goodbye, house, whispered Annie. Jack slung his backpack over his shoulder. He pointed at the ladder. Annie started down. Jack followed. Seconds later, they hopped onto the ground and started walking out of the woods. No one's going to believe our story, said Jack. So let's not tell anyone, said Annie. Dad won't believe it, said Jack. He'll say it was it was a dream, said Annie. Mom won't believe it. She says it was pretend. My teacher won't believe it, said Jack. She'll say you're nuts, said Annie. We'd better not tell anyone, said Jack. I already said that, said Annie. Jack sighed. I think I'm starting to not believe it myself, he said. Then they left the woods and started up the road toward their house. As they walked past all the houses on the strip. The trip to dinosaur time did seem more and more like a dream. Only this world and this time seemed real. Jack reached into his pocket. He clasped the gold medallion. He felt the engraving of the little M. It made Jack's fingers tinkle. Jack laughed. Suddenly, he felt very happy. He couldn't explain what had happened what had happened today, but he knew for sure that the trip in the magic tree house had been real. Absolutely real. Tomorrow, said Jack said softly, we'll go back to the woods. Of course, said Annie. And we'll climb up the tree house, said Jack. Of course, said Annie. And we'll see what happens next, said Jack. Of course, said Annie. Race you! And they took off together, running for home. And that's it. That was a good ending. Unlike the other two episodes on this book. So Penny, how do you like that? So, I think we're running out of time right now. And I think we're going to have to stop recording it. And so, I will say goodbye. Thanks for listening. And... We'll try to have one more episode out for you today. Bye!